Hello, guys. Welcome back to Do We Know Them, the podcast where I don't even know what we're doing here anymore. But I'm Jesse Smiles. <laughs> and I'm Lily Marston. And we have made it to episode 10. I feel like we should have bought cakes or something. Let's go. Double digits. Uh, this is a monumentous, m- momentous, monumental, <laughs> mm, <laughs> momentous. I'm getting the sayings wrong oh now, Oh my God, bitch. I think I'm just drunk. <laughs> Not really. I've only had half of this. But anyway, we've made it to episode 10 and it is a momentous occasion. It is. And I don't know if you guys notice, okay, but I got a new microphone. Another momentous occasion. Can we have a moment? A round of applause. Nobody really said anything, but it was bothering me. Honestly, people have been much more vocal about the chairs, which probably would have been a cheaper investment. But you know, Jesse was concerned about the mic. I was because, you know, then we're editing it and it just, to me, it sounds so different. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So I got the same mic as Lily. We will eventually get the same chairs. But honestly, I was about to get the same chairs. And then I had a moment where I was like, is this a vibe having different chairs? It might be a vibe, no? Okay, I'm going to take that as a no. Why does everything have to be the same? See, what I was thinking is like, you know when you watch other podcasts when they are together and like the chairs are huge? They're huge? Like, don't you feel like everyone always sits in like really large chairs? I suppose I've never paid attention to that aspect of the podcast. <laughs> I guess it's like different with H3 because they're like at desks. Okay, maybe that's why because that's the only podcast I watch. Honestly, I don't really watch any other ones either, but I'll see clips or like I just saw um, Demi Lovato went on uh, Call Her Daddy and like those chairs are huge. Huge. Oh. They look very comfy. So then in my head, I was thinking like, I mean, I could fit it because I'm just kind of fucked up my entire living room for this. But um, I don't think you could. What do you mean you don't think I could? <laughs> Why not? Isn't there not that much more room in that room? This room is ginormous. I don't know what you're talking about. I do want to do it. It's just that a part of me is like, I don't know. I, I kind of like our individuality. Maybe I just don't want to buy new chairs. I think you don't. We got to wait till our next AdSense check, okay? That, absolutely. <laughs> Can we turn tips on? Is that a thing? Feel free to tip us if the chairs bother you. No, it, what's so funny is like, it's kind of insane what we've done here. And I realized that because I was like showing my stepdad who had not, I mean, he knew I started a podcast, but like had not seen it at all. And I was like, have you seen the podcast, whatever? And I was showing it to him. And then he's like, isn't she in California? And I was like, yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Like, how do you do that? So it is pretty pretty amazing what we've done and the fact that like look at the first episode to now i know it's insane the difference you would think it's like months and months and months apart it's only well two months but like come on we're growing we will do the chairs eventually is what i'm trying to say just give it kind of made me mad that i hadn't figured out like we should have just done all of that to begin with no we have to it, it's growth lily it takes time it's true. so true. anyway thank you guys so much i i had a moment i was telling lily i almost cried today okay you guys have been very sweet about the podcast i don't think i told you but there was even this girl who has a youtube channel and like she did like an august favorites video and we were her favorite podcast she was Oh, and even I think allegedly Angelo is his name on Twitter and um, Nick from the viewers voice who have, you know, he's always been very sweet to me. But like they were tweeting about like how it's so nice to have us in like the commentary community and like our point of view and stuff. And oh, my God. It was just a day filled with love and I'm in such a good mood. We, so let's talk about Dev Noodles. No, just kidding. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's bring our mood down. You know, Joey, I was talking, sorry, I'm mentioning so many names <laughs> that if you guys don't know them, you're going to be annoyed immediately, but whatever. My brother, I was uh, FaceTiming with him today and then I'm like, oh, I'm doing the podcast. He's like, let me guess, Deaf Noodles and Addison Ray's dad. And I was like, yeah, actually. So does Joey want to work for us? <laughs> <laughs> Can you do some research? Well, okay, I'm sorry. It's not even a lack of research because like I know what's going on in the internet. Like Britney Spears just put out that like 27 minute unlisted video. But then she deleted it. Oh, but it's like on the internet already. I know. I just haven't had a chance to then go find it again. It was just her going into depth about her conservatorship. But I'm I like, I need to listen. What are we? 
what, but what are we going to say about that? You know, it's just like, yeah, that shit was fucked. Next oh, topic. Yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? I, I don't feel like we have much commentary to add on that subject. Except do you think she did that by accident? If she already deleted it? No, I... It was unlisted. I tried to watch it. I thought it was deleted. I saw someone had posted it and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that later. And then I went back to watch it later and it wouldn't let me. Well, I don't know. But there's a bunch of other things happening on the internet. Some small TikTok dramas going on that are kind of obscure and in some weird holes that I've fallen into that nobody would care about. So it's like... I mean... Guys, it's Steph Noodles and Monty Lopez again. Honestly, okay? it is what it is. Well, and I guess the Monty Lopez one, well, I, let's start with that. So this, I got tweeted and tagged in so many Instagrams. And luckily, we don't have to talk that much about Monty because this one is more about Sherry. But um, mm -hmm. we regardless are going to be talking about how Addison Ray's parents are continuing to just embarrass her so much. I cannot imagine so much. the thoughts and feelings going through her head. It has gotten to a point. I was kind of low-key team Sherry where I was like, you know what, girl, like break free from that god-awful man and go do it you. It seemed you know? like funny and innocent sin like not that big then things got less just funny and innocent when if you missed it which i don't think like literally people that have no idea who sherry and young gravy are are tweeting about it well it's the only reason i knew the vmas even happened <laughs> correct i had no Same. idea that was Same. occurring yeah apparently uh sherry who's addison ray's mom was young gravy who is a rapper who i had never heard the song before apparently it was a viral tiktok hit called betty it was but uh mm -hmm. he was he nominated for something no idea well regardless he got a lot of attention because he brought sherry as his date and they walked the red carpet not only holding hands but there are videos of them making out on the carpet i'm gonna be 100 percent honest me and my mom talk about everything okay like we we're very open we talk about everything now that i'm an adult i don't want to watch my fucking mom make out with anyone 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 on this earth young gravy did i also mention that they're in matching outfits they coordinated that's the least of our worries but her dress was giving like david's bridal it was like a strange like bridesmaids dress but then it was like revealing on the side i wasn't i wasn't for the dress she looked gorgeous but like the dress absolutely i did not like it, it was, what about you honestly as if i'm some sort of fashion queen i only wear t-shirts like i literally <laughs> don't even know what i'm talking about honestly i didn't really have much to say on her dress i was just i noticed right away that they're both in lavender and it was just very matchy matchy which just gave me the vibes of like, oh, this was, they planned this. They knew this was going to be a moment. And then they just took it for all it was. I have to have your opinion on this because I was watching the H3 podcast talking about this topic yesterday. They revealed her age. Do you happen to know how old Sherry Nicole is? No, I'm trying to think if we went over how old Monty was. And I think it was 46. Okay. So guess how old she is. I'm getting the vibes that she's older than I thought she was. So 52? 50 i don't know okay a better question how old do you think she looks like just like based off of purely looks no context of how old monty is I'm so bad with age but addison is 24 no context i said oh but you can't give me no context <laughs> just based I, on how she looks late 40s okay she's 42 oh is that shocking to you? And I want to say this right now. She is a gorgeous woman. I am not like age shaming in any way, shape or form. I just personally thought she definitely looked older than that. To wow, me. she had Addison very young. She did have Addison yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now I mean, I, again, I'm so bad with age and I feel like my whole age thing is skewed because I'm also like best friends with someone that is 
40 and looks like a unicorn and just doesn't age a day. Jocelyn. Okay, same. Oh, yeah, Jocelyn. And my one of my best friends, her name is Leslie. And she's 43, is she? Dude, she looks like she's 20. Yeah, it's just like... I mean, she's Hispanic, so it's like, you know, you know how we I do. met Leslie. But like, yes. yeah, okay, Leslie's in her 40s. Yeah, no, I wouldn't believe that. I don't know if it's just because I like have those types of examples. Yeah, Jocelyn absolutely does not look like she's in her 40s like I've seen Jocelyn on red carpets so like think of Jocelyn on a red carpet and think of Sherry on a red carpet and they're only two years apart so the whole thing the reason why this is even like news is because of like the lore of it all where it's the whole Young Gravy Monty Lopez getting upset at Young Gravy for hitting on Addison Ray's mom who by the way I guess is the first one to have made the move because Young Gravy was just calling out for MILFs he's like yo I want to fuck a MILF, basically, is what yeah, he said. Yeah, and then she responded to his very wide... <laughs> he cast a very wide net, and she was like, ooh, me, and then made the biscuits yes. one. And then they kept just, like, going back and forth, and Tana got involved, and then, like, things with Young Gravy and Monty seemingly had fizzled out after Monty's weird response to him. I get... Who responded last, even? I can't remember. They oh, were going God, back and yes. forth for a minute about fighting, and then it was pretty clear that that, like, wasn't going to happen. But then Monty comes out of the left field with his Ava Louise romance, which we found out while talking about it, was because Young Gravy had been in Ava Louise's DMs. So apparently he's not exclusive to MILFs. But then just Prefers as we them, thought- just not exclusive. <laughs> exactly. But then just as we thought things had gotten super random, then I start getting tagged in all of the red carpet photos of these two. Same. I literally texted Lily. I'm like, are you getting as many tags and DMs so as me many. about this fucking young gravy red carpet well, situation and like i think this is their first actual meeting no i don't think they've hung out before well first of all how would we know that lily <laughs> because that that's been their whole back and forth it's like he's gonna go to because she lives somewhere else she lives in like Louisiana. new orleans yeah well absolutely this is not their first meeting there's just no way she was almost grabbing his wiener okay well so now let's just fast forward so they were making out on the carpet non-stop i hadn't seen that yet so i thought that it was just like innocent hand holding on the carpet i mean it was still weird but then i saw the clip of the Nicki minaj like them in the background of the Nicki minaj acceptance speech oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah. i don't know if she mm -hmm. was uh, presenting something or whatever i did not watch the vmas <laughs> it shows them kind of blurry in the background but because they're fucking lavender outfits you can absolutely tell that that's them and they're making out like hardcore even for a moment after i saw some of the red carpet stuff i was like mm, does he look like a little more into it than she does like maybe this is their first time really meeting and she's like oh i regret everything this was a huge mistake but then i see this clip that's what she said and you know what i what was that Okay, ma'am, did you do you think no one can see? Like, let me tell you something. If I was Addison Ray, I'd be like, Mom, are you fucking kidding me? They were giving that couple at a fair whose parents dropped them off and they finally can be as cuddly as they want and they don't let exactly, each other fucking go. Exactly. That yes, was the yes. vibe. It reinforces my thought that maybe this is the first time they've really hung out. No way. I refuse to believe that. What a weird first encounter. Do you not think this is the weirdest scenario ever to begin with? I don't know. You know, the more you talk about something, it like desensitizes you to it. And then you're just like... <laughs> 
maybe this is not that weird. Like, who cares? But honestly, yeah, if you look at it for what it is, and I texted Lily this, this may be a controversial point, but we're on Monty's ass about the young women he's dating. And meanwhile, she's 42 and he's 26. That is a significant age gap similar to the ones that Monty is exploring. I'm just going to say that much. I will bring up though, I feel like the people criticizing Monty, it wasn't for his affair with like the 25 year old. It was like, mm, questionable age difference. But the reason people were saying he was creepy is because there was far more than that. And it was about him being at clubs, hitting on girls. There's videos of him looking like he's like trying to grab girls' asses yeah, yeah, yeah. and them not being into it. This is definitely consensual, but it's still weird. I think it's weird. And personally, I mean, obviously there's no way that Addison is loving what's going on. Like we've mentioned a million times, she's unfollowed them both. That's kind of like the sad blanket over all of this because it is really like, who gives a fuck? They're both of age. It's both, con you know, it's consensual. But you have to think about like, Sherry Nicole would have had no shot with Young Gravy had she not been Addison Ray's mom and had a big social media following. And same with Monty and Ava Louise. Yeah. I mean, mm. Addison giving them this platform and them doing all of this and Sherry not just being Young Gravy's date, but doing the most. That's the thing. It's like she didn't just go there with him. It was like, Oh, everyone was very alarmed. As I said earlier, the, like people were tweeting about this that had no idea who they even are. Yeah. I don't know. Young Gravy to me seems like a nice enough guy. I don't think it's really, it's obviously not harming anybody other than Addison. Poor thing. Oh, wait. Do we talk about Monty's response? Oh my God. How did we for, no, no, we didn't. And you need to, you need to, should we show them that? Okay. Trigger warning. If you're eating, you may want to finish up your meal. <laughs> This may be triggering. Okay, so he posts this screenshot of him in a towel, which I don't even want to describe further, but it's like pulled down. So then there's text covering what would have been something maybe and then over his head as well. The text says, unbothered. Mm -hmm. It appears so. <laughs> Thank you at Young Gravy for taking the leftovers. I would rather spend time with my daughter and two grandkids that Sherry Nicole made me abandon as a child in order to be with her. Never let a woman make you choose between her and or your blood child. Hashtag tired of living lie. I have lots to say. Number one, I sir, put that towel up. Nobody wants to see this. <laughs> Listen, sure, he doesn't have like a bad body, like whatever. But Monty, how many times I got to tell you, like my eyes are not consenting to this. I need you to stop. But second of all, this is a shitty women blaming rhetoric that all baby daddies and all these fucking guys who you leave always have. Daddies. Daddies. Nobody made you leave your children except for you. Someone could literally look at you and pull a whole parent trap, the, you know, the, the lady villain in, in parent trap and be like, fuck you. You need to leave your kids or else I'm I'm not marrying you. And guess what? What happened in the movie? Spoiler alert if you haven't watched Parent Trap. He said, fuck you. I'm staying with my kids. You cannot blame that on her. You made that decision. And I'm sure your kids and your grandchildren or whatever feel the same way. I mean, obviously, I'm not a part of the family. But like, if I were them, I would be like, yeah, she might have not liked us or she might have whatever given you an ultimatum. You went with it. So you chose a woman over us. Like, what are you even going on about? What does she hold you to gunpoint? Well, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You know how much you want to bet this is the juice that Deaf Noodles knew about? That's like behind the scenes Monty juice that he had that made him see things differently. I bet you, you it's this. You are so right. There's stuff happening behind the scenes that you don't know about. Oh my God. It's just Monty blaming her for like abandoning his kids. <laughs> We've already said the only reason either of them are famous is because of Addison. Yeah. No one's following Sherry because they love Sherry so much. I'm sorry, Sherry, if you're watching. Sherry, but, but it's the truth. I, I just, 
I, uh, hard pill to swallow, I know, but... <laughs> so I just am confused, like, who is he trying to ruin here? Are you ruining Sherry's reputation? Like, Sherry's reputation doesn't matter because the only reason she's famous to begin with is your daughter, who you're probably hurting by sharing this, even if it's not the same daughter you're talking about. Because apparently you have fucking... A lot of children. <laughs> well, and it's also just disgusting because, sir, you were just making out with Ava Louise in a basketball gym, you know, a high school gym place, like, whatever the pot, fuck. meat, kettle, is that? But that's both, what vindictive I, I just, motherfuckers do. And people who you leave, because I bet you anything Sherry left his ass. I mean, it's pretty obvious. But it's just like, sir, you're so fucking embarrassing. Well, and the fact that he starts the entire thing off with unbothered. Oh, is this what unbothered looks like? Not sir? a single unbothered person has ever said unbothered ever. I honestly, I like I said, I was team Sherry in the beginning. I don't even know if I'm team yeah. Sherry anymore. I'm just team Addison. I'm team. Can they stop again? If she had just gone as his date, that would have been one thing. But yeah. she took it 10 steps too far. Like, are you joking? You're now the headline for every VMA story I because know. it's so weird to begin with. How do you think Addison feels? And like, maybe we're wrong. Maybe Addison's sitting there with her being like, this is great. We're looking how much money were I don't think that's the case no I, I feel like Addison is probably pissed if they would have just like you said gone as each other's date it still would have been a headline people still would have talked about it but they knew every camera was looking they knew that there's no reason you can't they were in their fucking lavender outfits they knew you would be able to see it's them you literally <laughs> just cannot wait until after at the holiday inn or something girl to grab him or like rub up on him like just wait okay if you want a pop kiss or something even that's like you you know this is going to be a headline and you know more than anything because she's like spoken out publicly about it that your daughter's not very happy with you right now so it's like maybe just lay low and the fact that i even for a second was like ooh, is Young Gravy maybe going a little too... No. Mutual. Wow. Yeah. Ma'am, keep your hands to yourself. I know. They need to be stopped. Speaking of keeping your hands to yourself, shall we talk about the deaf noodle fight that isn't going to happen? Yeah, guys. I know what we said. I Listen, I, I don't have that bad of a memory. I know we said we don't want to talk about deaf noodles anymore, but... Then he just does something fucking stupid, and I'm like, why'd you say that? Yeah. <laughs> Every time I get a text from Lily that says, oh my God, I know Deaf Noodles did something on Twitter. I guess we could start from like the beginning of where we ended off talking about him, which was his roast to now. So for me, the one thing that I saw on his channel that bothered me was that video that he did on that eight-year-old looking girl. That was so bizarre. So he did a whole video on a woman. She's like 22, I want to say. She has a disability that makes it look like she's eight years old. And he spent the entire fucking episode talking about basically how anyone who would find her attractive is 100% a pedophile and that it's super fucking weird that anybody would want anything to do with her. And it was the weirdest fucking video. And I was like, is this the direction? This is the big shift, Dennis? It was just the most random, like- Super random. And I feel like it's a long video too. Okay, because he's not editing as much. If they were this long before, the clips are almost non-existent and his commentary has replaced the clips. I brought that up to you in the beginning. It was like the teleprompter was the downfall of all But of it us. wasn't even that bad when you said that. Once again, you are a psychic because it really was not that bad. And now it is- <laughs> So like, he doesn't even cut anymore. He's just like, let me just ramble and then just say now a palate cleanser. I started to pull this up because it was like excessively long. Oh my God. And his thumbnails bug the fuck out of me too, because it's just the same face with a different. What? What's up with that? You think he maybe just thinks people don't pay attention to it? Or he probably like, it's probably an inside joke with himself. And Steven. Oh my God. We forgot to mention Steven's comment. Oh. You guys, how did we not fucking lead with this? I screenshotted the text because of, it was just so funny how... Okay, guys, I don't know how to say this, 
But this channel is under attack. They're trying to deplatform. They're trying to deplatform us. We need your help. Guys, we were just sitting minding our own business after uploading our Deaf Noodles roast episode, being the good little girls we are. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Lily ah. breaks the news to me. And I, I couldn't believe it. Go on, Lily, tell him. Steven commented on our video. <laughs> Steven, if you don't know, Deaf's little henchman. I don't know what he is, but dude. Okay, so Steven is the guy that's always on the podcast and like always with Deaf and gasses him up way too much and is, like I've said, like 80% responsible for Deaf Noodle's confidence. I feel like we may have gone particularly hard on him. You were saying that he's he's the reason for Deaf's downfall and I was saying um, that I don't think he understands what the internet is. That's not so harsh. Our episode was over an hour long and under that time is when he commented, I feel. So he couldn't have even watched the whole video. It was definitely within the first, it was quickly that he commented. And so let's just, do you have it? Do you want to read it for the people? Uh, yes. <laughs> if you know anything about me and my severe fear of conflict, you know how traumatizing this moment was. When Lily broke the news to me that we have been confronted like this, I didn't know what to do with myself. So we get a comment from Stephen Marcus Relaford. Yeah, wait. So I screenshotted it at, I saw it like right when he left it. So it was within a minute. And I screenshotted it at 340 and we uploaded it one. Okay, so okay. So he had barely been able to watch. Okay. It was quick though. It was quick. Uh, and he said, thanks for the love and support with the flexing emoji three times. Then Deaf Noodle Gang with a rocket ship emoji. And I sent it to Jesse. <laughs> and this is what we said. <laughs> Jessie says LMAO and then I just said ha 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 and then she said bro stop <laughs> bro stop LAO ha and then I said we only uploaded a couple hours ago how has he seen it and then she said hmm on a Saturday Stephen shouldn't you be out and then I said pathetic loser yeah what are you doing watching us on a Saturday Stephen okay and then you would think that would end there with the obviously passive aggressive like thanks for the love when our video was obviously not favorable to Deaf Noodles so I knew we were under attack from that moment a couple hours after we uploaded someone else commented that they put like a comment or something you know mild and Steven went to their profile went to their videos and commented mid I'm like Steven this is the internet I've, I've also seen he's blocked quite a bit of people oh he blocks everyone on Twitter people. everyone which like block whoever you want whatever here's also the thing it's like oh we'll say it in person talk to them I was like I don't want no to. no full on I'm a hypocrite I can only say things to you online. I will never say it to you in person because I'm just scared. Yeah. Uh-huh. What about it? What do people want from me? I'm not like deaf noodles. I'm not going to fight you in the street. Like, I'm terrified okay, well, of confrontation. Okay, shall we get into that, Yeah, we way? should. P.S. I looked. I thought that uh, video he did about the eight-year-old, 22-year-old eight that looks like the eight-year-old was so long. It's not even a full 11 minutes. And I still felt like it was the longest video I had ever watched. So I think it's just hard that... to listen to him talk. Before we dive in anymore, should we first say why we're talking about it? But currently, Kava basically challenged Dennis to a boxing match as apparently <laughs> male YouTubers do these days. Dennis, instead of just saying no, said that we'll get to the specifics later, but he basically responded, I'm not gonna do a boxing match. I'll do a street fight with you and unalive you he wanted to do a street fight and murder him why why does he go so far what universe no, he goes so far in? and it's like this one i don't even ever think he said it was a joke oh no i don't think he's joking i don't understand but anyway let's back up and see how we got here beginning with a video two years ago after kavos had reviewed his channel and basically ripped him to shreds i wonder why this was him reacting to the actual video that kavos made right correct 
Today's video is going to be a little bit different. I, I got a lot of messages from a lot of you today telling me that this person called uh, Kavos or Kavos. It's just a quick side note. He is not looking 35 here, is he? Nice clean shave and his hair looks clean. He was pandering to us young folk. I just have to say, I don't think it was creepy intentions. I just think he was taking advantage of the fact that he looks young. True. Apparently he reviewed my channel on his channel and he didn't have that many nice things to say about it. So I, I just wanted to take the opportunity and clarify a few things about my channel. Maybe explain a few things that might have been misconstrued. Uh, so yeah, let's just go ahead and, and see what he had to say. Here we go, Deaf Noodles. Whoa, Deaf Noodles. How many subscribers did he have? 178,000. Oh, that's still a lot. Okay. But he wasn't getting a lot of views. That's why, because I see the videos have like 2,000 yeah, views yeah, on them. Yeah, so which, I mean, I get it. I don't get a lot of views on my channel either, which is why we're here now. But uh, <laughs> it feels strange that Kavos found his channel to review. I don't know how the, the review process works, how he got right. shown the channels. 178K, 500 views in seven hours. <laughs> 800 views, but then you got a 10k views. This is like the most fluctuating channel I've ever seen. The reason why there are a lot of those fluctuations is I built my channel doing a lot of content around uh, the Philippines, right? And as of late, I, I, I was getting different recommendations. He said that with just no further explanation. Just like, I built my channel based on- <laughs> I built my channel based off the Philippines, right? I guess. Wait, is that like a thing though? Like Yeah, Philippine YouTube, yeah. No, I, I know all about that. I hope he elaborates. <laughs> audience, and I was trying different videos. Like the video that's right here, this one, Facebook videos everyone is talking about, is just basically Facebook videos that people recommend and that I react to. I have a Facebook group and people recommend videos for me to check out and I, I talk about them, I crack jokes. That's basically what my channel is. Cut this out, maybe, but... Okay. <laughs> That's never a good start. I don't want to say it because I could be viewing him through tainted lenses, perhaps, you could say. But do you, do his thumbnails look a little different than they do now? His thumbnails look a little, they do look a little different. They do look a little different and I don't know why and I don't want to speculate. I know why, I'm just not going to speculate out loud. Maybe he was just real happy in those thumbnails. That. Next topic. Yep. All right, let's just watch Area 51 memes. Area 51 raid meme. Uh-oh. Where are they? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> so uh, clearly, I, I don't think he really liked it. He already had a pretty negative reaction to it. So this guy literally just reads out memes. He just reads them out in a, in a, and tries making them exciting. Okay, so let me tell you something. Before you go and, and you start just roasting me, that's not all that I do. In that video specifically, yes, that's what I did <laughs> because I wanted to make... Okay, yes, that is what I did, but that is not what I do. We're quickly entering deja vu territory here. I was like, this is going to get to familiar Dennis territory. A fun Area 51 video because it's what everybody's talking about and I thought it'd be topical. You know, I think memes are a great way to find different points of view in humor. My whole intention, it, it is to make it a little exciting. It's to make it fun. I don't know why anybody would watch a video that's not fun. That's really what I feel like my job is. Like I'm hosting these memes and I'm presenting them in an exciting way. Think of like, you know, Steve Harvey. No, no, stop, stop. Okay, I'm thinking keep... about Steve Harvey. What now, Dennis? What does that have to do with you? <laughs> 
I can't deal with his comparisons to Steve Harvey in the soup. And, and Kendrick uh, Lamar and Beyonce. It never ends. But it's all these people that are very successful and no one has these huge issues with. And then there's you. <laughs> He always oversells what he's doing because like, let's not, you know, beat around the bush. What are we doing here? We're sitting and we're reacting to videos. It's not yes, rocket science. 100%. Why am I going to sit here and be like, you have no idea what it takes to do this. You don't know the nuances. I can't sit here and be like, nobody else can do this. Cause like, I mean, the talking part of this is the easiest fucking part. You guys, it's back to what I said about when he was describing the Twitch chat being the yeah, like yeah. cool interactive element of his roast and it was like but no one can even read it and you're not even reading it so it's not interactive because you're not even acknowledging it it's a 32 inch fucking plasma tv mounted on a wall Thank vertically you. like sure in theory i guess it's cool but nope. you didn't even use it so it <laughs> not doesn't even matter in theory but no. <laughs> it's exactly how I describe that, though. It's like uh, hearing like an old media executive pitching something in a room of younger people being like, and then we're going to do like the social media table. And it's yeah. like, sir, no, that's not really, you missed the point. Imagine someone explaining this show, if you want to call it that, in a sales meeting being like, yeah, and then the host reads memes like he's explaining what memes are not explaining how he's actually adding value to what the memes are which he's not adding any because he doesn't even actually make jokes he's saying i'm trying to make it exciting that's a fun way to say you just read it really loud and also this is 26 minutes long how much do you have to say about your meme page like i cannot wait to see what he says uh, family feud i'm not saying i'm like steve harvey or anything but think of something like that yeah, like a are, host though. like somebody who's hosting a program or something that otherwise by itself would just really be boring. I don't need some douchebag to tell me how to interpret my meme. You know, that's totally fine. I totally get it. Outside of the fact that I'm a douchebag, I don't find myself to be a douchebag. I don't know what in my video caused you to think that I'm a douchebag. I totally understand that. And that's totally your prerogative. That's why you don't have to click on that video. That's why nobody, in fact, has to click on that video. The people who click on it are the people who are seeking that out. Not necessarily, though. Everyone that clicks on it isn't going to be like, yes, this is my cup of tea. This is the same thing he's saying now. I know. I know. It's the same shit. It's just like he now just he calls older. the people trolls. No, he just looks older. <laughs> I offer. I offer, you know, a fun way to talk about an event that's happening. Don't tell me how to interpret my meme. Don't assume it, all right? I will interpret my meme how I see fit. Well, I, I never told you how to interpret it. In fact, a lot of the time- Dennis, I thought you were a comedy expert. You didn't get that he's fucking joking. He's having but a laugh. The thing is, Dennis takes everything too seriously. That's it's what like, makes it funnier. For someone that thinks you're a comedian, like you obviously don't have a very good sense of humor. <laughs> Times I'm just like reading it and then whatever joke comes to mind, I'll like, I'll say it. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. or if I see that there's like a Minecraft reference, I'll say, oh, look, there's a Minecraft reference. It's you know, hilarious I, and exciting. I don't think I'm the only one, but a lot of the times I may see a meme and like not understand anything that's going on. So I like have to sit there and like, then the meme's not for you. Look and like try to see if I can. Def Noodles like is a boomer confirmed. <laughs> I know you're not 37. I know you're 62 years old and you're lying to all of us. What do you mean you don't understand memes? Are you my mom? And if you don't get the meme, then you don't know what the topics are probably. Like, it's not and like- it's not just a person who doesn't get, oh my God. It's not just a person. <laughs> I love that we're so invested in this stupidity. It's not just a person that doesn't get a meme. It's a person whose channel was reading memes who sometimes doesn't understand memes. That's unacceptable.
Isn't like that the bare minimum qualification to have a like meme you, channel? You should probably be like the meme expert. <laughs> I've come across memes that I don't think are funny. But no, I've never pulled a mom or dad thing where it's like you show them a meme and they're like, who is this? And you're like, what the fuck? That's the thing I'm saying is like you only don't get a meme if you don't know what it's about. So it's like if it's going to be a Minecraft meme. Yeah, I'm not the audience because I don't know shit about right. Minecraft. But like I would know if it was about like Sherry and Young Gravy at the VMA. <laughs> well, it's also like he's like, if I see that it's about Minecraft. Minecraft, I could be like, that's about Minecraft. I'm like, okay, I also too have eyes and comprehension skills. Like I can look at something that's related to something and be like, that's that. That's the thing is even his explanations aren't I good. love how much we nitpick these situations. It's just like, we're thinking way too much into this, but it's amazing. Speaking of nitpicking though, like someone had commented or tweeted me that Lily, sometimes I feel, I felt like you nitpick about production quality when you made comments concerning Def being able to run the roast battle. I was like, okay, relax, Lily. But bitch, I see the light now. You are no social media influencer. You are a social media professional. And I saw that. I was like, oh my God. No. Thank you. Really? That's the thing is hearing him shout out his accolades and all of this like experience he has doing everything. I'm like, sir. Do you know how many people have that experience as well? I do. We don't look like we're in a storage closet. If it was just him being a shitty comedian, we wouldn't have much to talk about. It's his, what is it, fervent? Fervent, you know, like like that intense denial. I don't know. I don't know what word I just tried Adamant. to say. I don't know. I think it was with an F what I was thinking, but whatever. We're moving on. But it's him just so adamantly. Actually, that's pretty good. Denying that he's bad at the things he's bad at that keeps us coming back for more. I'm so sorry to those of you that fucking hate this topic, but I love this right now. What, is he not even edited this? Is this just like some random video he's found well in fact you're you are correct i did edit it to the sense that i put it together <laughs> on uh, an editing software but it sounds like me when i was like trying to explain my bullshit to my teachers when i like wouldn't do a project or wouldn't do it i'm like well the thing is i did do that but i didn't do it and it's like they knew i was full of fucking shit dennis first of all it was a rhetorical question like it wasn't even a question it's just like he was throwing the, the criticism out there but that's the thing he clings so much to everything everyone says that he doesn't seem to in his own words to decipher like he's doing with the memes he can't decipher whether people are kidding or not exactly. and like what to take seriously and what to respond to uh, what i try to do with that is i try to you know that's why i try to keep it exciting that's why i try to keep it free-flowing that's why i do the voices that's why i do all that stuff i have a background in comedy i i trained literally for years as an Shut improviser fuck up. in new york and in los Stop angeles it. where i live uh i've performed in we have come full circle so ladies was, and gentlemen he could put this out today literally now i think i know why his ego has to be fucking bruised these days because you have been trying to convince everyone that you're a comedian for way too long and it feels like often when youtubers have kind of public issues like this where like people are attacked it's not necessarily with other people yeah. it's like just when their viewers are having issues. If you go back and watch the earlier videos, there's always signs. In this case, I don't think we realized how apparent the signs were. I've performed in basically every major theater and venue, a comedy yeah. venue in New York and in LA, uh -huh. every stand-up place, every you know place you that you can say. think of and you can find on Google. I perform there. Jesus Christ. It's more of like a way for me to also like practice improvising and coming up with jokes on the spot. Cut to the roast. <laughs> You're like my cousin if you were a girl. Thank you. I bet you cried when you got those tattoos. I did. I did. Are you from Detroit? On the spot, you say. 
this is like right before he pretty much like only worked every day for like the next two years and did not do any comedy. And I have to say, we did get a comment that Lily shared with me first thing this morning. Thank you, Lily. I opened my eyes and saw this rude comment. No, I'm just kidding. You guys, you feel free. Sound off down below. We don't care. But this comment said that we're being mean girls. Like we're just sitting here and making fun of deaf noodles. And I could see how you feel that way. And you know what? To that I say, this brings me too much joy to stop. That might be toxic and I may need to see a therapist about it, but it's not so much about bringing deaf down. I keep calling him deaf, Dennis down more. It's more about, this is hilarious. Like objectively, I feel. A few people had a problem with my comment about wanting him to fail. And I was like, I wasn't wanting him to fail. I'm enjoying being right. And watching it be a burning dumpster fire. This is the best way that I could explain it. There are some times that drama on the internet gets really dark. My drama has been really dark on the internet and it, it's not yeah. fun. And I remember when people were covering my situation, it wasn't fun for anyone. Like people were covering it because it was something people were talking about, but a lot of the people covering it were like, this fucking sucks it to talk about. Exactly. And that's not even the only time that something like that has happened. A lot of people commit legitimate crimes are horrendous on YouTube. And those are not, although there's something where we'll cover obviously it's not something that's fun to cover this there's no crimes involved just cringe just fun times i think that's why i like to talk about it because it's not about trying to bring him down it's just like come on this is kind of funny to be honest it doesn't seem like you really can this was two years ago wasn't it the inflated ego is still floating yeah we're not affecting him and steven loved it I don't know. I just wanted to point that out there because I know we're nitpicking, but it is kind of fun because it's like, we. first of all, nothing else happened. There's only so long I could talk about Monty Lopez. This, this gives me life a little bit. So yeah, I just wanted to say that because, you know, I know we could seem a little bit not nice, but it is interesting. And I've had so many comments of people being like, I literally did not know who Deaf Noodles was and now I'm super invested. It's like <laughs> same kind of, I mean, I knew who he was, but anyway. If you think about it, TV is totally screwed. Mm. If you go watch Jesus like anything Christ. from the nightly news to any family show, there is it's all scripted. They're reading from a teleprompter Ooh. or they're reading from their cue cards Ooh. if you are Steve. Do we want to talk about how the teleprompter was actually the downfall of his career? Cut to Duff Noodles with his long mic going like this. Today's show is about... <laughs> and yes, I am reading. The video is playing back in real time. And in fact, it's, it's kind of hard to do. I know it looks easy, but I challenge anybody out there. I challenge anyone out there to read. Do you guys know how to read? I'm not familiar with the act. He is acting like reacting is the most complicated thing to ever. No, say. no, it's not just reacting, Lily. It's reading in real he time. Is there any other way to read? I thought the only way to read was in real time. <laughs> it's something, I mean, maybe because I've always been so self-deprecating that I can't imagine having this level of confidence to be like defending the stupidest shit. But not to mention, he's technically saying this back to Kavos, whose entire channel is him like reacting. To oh my things. god, that's so true. Oh well, you don't know how hard it is. I think he knows that it's actually not that hard. <laughs> Try it out. It's actually pretty hard to have a video going at it, like a million miles an hour, changing every second to add that much nuance to each one oh of these god. memes in these situations. It's it's in fact it's very complex to do. It took me years training as an actor to be able to do readings like that. You know, it's, it's called a cold reading. <laughs> Are you kidding? What he 
he's referring to all of you um, people that are too stupid to understand show business, as Dennis has referred to it in the past. It just means the first time you read something, he's <laughs> reading fucking memes. It's not that easy, okay? As someone who has also done cold readings, I've done some Q and A's on my channel where I'll do cold readings <laughs> of the questions, and then unfortunately, I do. My brain does have to come up with an answer, and I know you're laughing, Lily, but it's really hard. It's cold reading. Look it up. <laughs> Jocelyn is literally one of the best teleprompter host, like go on the Super fly, yeah. like just the best reader and host in general, like at live events, interviewing people. Like she never makes it an awkward moment. Specifically, I used to have to write a bunch of like the evergreen stories that she would read. And most hosts would read the story first and maybe like switch it a little, make it more there, like fit their style or whatever. But also because Jocelyn and I were like super close, I could write in her kind of voice right. and know what she, how she would say things. But she would just trust me to not have to read it through before she would cold read it. And she would go in and read like a 20 minute story with like maybe two, two spots that she would maybe stop. She is actually a professional that has spent years perfecting that skill. What he's referring to as a cold read is him being able to read a, an Area 51 meme? My eyes are only seeing a total of about seven words. And I think one of them is spelled wrong. It's like, this is not a cold read. This is just reading. I do it all the time on TikTok. There's captions there. I read them. I'm losing my mind. How is that really a thing that he just explained? Like, he's such a condescending Classic asshole. Classic Dennis. I love it. I love it so much. And here we were thinking we had nothing to talk about today. <sighs> Doing cold readings of these memes and interpreting them in real time. It's not, it's not that easy. I know it looks easy, as I said, but... My mom does that on Facebook. <laughs> this is what we do. This is the, the world we live in. We, we, we see memes and we think about them and we interpret them. Does he think that everyone else would need like a 20 minute like period to like come up with some react? No, you just react. Working at Clever, we would just come up with new shows that was like, we had one, we had Dirty Laundry where literally Everyone in the office. It wasn't even just like on camera personalities. Everyone that was willing to be on camera in the office yeah. would be in these videos that would be like them reacting to fashion choices of celebrities. And there was like no Guess prompts. What? Like they would put things on the no. screen for us and just be like, what do you think? And you'd just have to say something. And guess what? It all came together because everyone knows how to fucking react. And it doesn't take years of being an actor to do so. Even if you don't sit and like talk on screen and to hundreds of thousands of people or whatever the fucking case may be, you do do this with your friends, your husband, exactly. your anybody. You you talk like, oh, look at this funny thing I saw. Let's have a chat about it. We had another show called Throwback yep. where it was like old things that would be instantly, you'd be like, yeah, I used to do this. I used to talk about this with my friend. But no, it doesn't sound like Dennis would be able to do that because it's pretty difficult. <laughs> I am blown away. I am, I am actually blown away as well. I honestly don't see that many people who do this on YouTube. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Hope you're having a good day. Kill me. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of mean. That's kind. I'm just gonna say it right there. It's kind of mean. Was it really that terrible what I said there? I just said, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" I just said like I did my impression of the guy of the way the guy looked. Okay, he looked kind of oh goofy. Oh my like, god. This is a goofy FBI agent. Hey, you know that's. Oh my god. I just I can't I can't I just can't. I don't even have anything to say. And me neither. <laughs> End me now. <laughs> he's like not over it at all. He's gotta be honest with you. I think he's taking my content a little too seriously. My content is not- Him or you? <laughs> what world are we in? How can 
stupid he sounds. I don't think he's got the same gears turning up there, if you know what I'm saying. He's Jesus just on a different Christ, planet. Deaf noodles is correct. My content is like a drop of sugar in a cup of tea, and it's just supposed to like just make you feel better. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's supposed to put a smile on your face. It's not made for you to think. It's not gonna change the world, okay? I have other plans on how to change the world. Fast forward to his comedy club. <laughs> And this is it. Hear me out. Brick wall, tiny sign. We're doing it. What is this? If you just, okay. If you just took, okay. If you just took him away, <laughs> bye bye. Don't have him here and just play this video and let the memes roll. This video would be better instantly. Well, I disagree with that. Cause uh, I am adding my own personality and my own character to it. Without me, it would just be writing on a screen. And I think it would be actually kind of boring. I think I actually, as you mentioned, even at the beginning of your video, I think I, I actually make it more exciting. I make it fun for people to watch memes. I, I don't think everybody enjoys memes. I think I make it accessible for everybody by doing it like this. <laughs> memes innately are not something that is supposed to be said out loud. Like it's something that is supposed to be like internalized and they may have different meanings for everyone. I can't believe I'm having to even say this right now because it feels like something everybody knows. You don't read them out loud, you share them because it's like everyone reads them in their own voice kind of. Dennis putting his voice to it just makes it weird. I add character to it. I add different <laughs> aspects to it that like highlight these interesting things. Cut to his character. Hey buddy, what are you doing? What are you doing buddy? Interesting things that if it's just words on a page, you may not pick up. The, the views, the people who are coming there, even though it's not a massive amount of people like you get on your channel, like even though I'm not getting millions of views on these videos, I do feel like there's a segment of people who really enjoy that and who maybe are being introduced to memes through my interpretation of them. So I-, I And that's an important thing that the world needs, Dennis. He's acting like he's like finding this underground content that he's releasing no to he's the acting like he's bringing like water to remote villages that need it it would instantly be better because i don't like this guy i don't want him reading out these memes <laughs> i feel like it just being negative to be negative now like why do you not like me that's the first thing that kind of hurt my feelings i'm gonna be completely honest <laughs> me all the time like <laughs> i feel you dennis but like he's being so open about it like why do you not like me same. That's embarrassing. This, Keep it to yourself. It gives the same vibes, though, as the, like, why do you think I'm a douchebag? What did I do to make me a douchebag? Yeah. Like, I don't think that's, like, a criteria you really, like, define. <laughs> like, what have I done to make you not like me? Like, Read memes. I didn't, like, say something to offend you, as far as I know. Maybe I'm too politically correct. Maybe that offends you. I don't know. I, I want to understand why you don't like me. Like, what specifically about me made you- Me in high school. <laughs> That's his problem even that he doesn't seem to get. It's that it's not that people don't like you as a person. It's that you're presenting as a comedy channel, but you aren't funny and they don't think you're funny. And that's all that they're saying. And that's okay because I've actually grown with this podcast quite a bit. Okay. In terms no. of like caring so much what people think, because on my main channel, I take things really personally. And so I understand Dennis, it's not fun to hear things about yourself that are mean. Like who loves that shit? Sadists? Masochists? or whatever what is the word mascus yeah but oh, it's close. also though it's not always about the person it's about the content which i think i take the comments about the content probably more personally and that's what's weird about this video is how personally he's taking 
all of it. That's what makes it extra cringe because it's like we're talking about memes, Dennis. They're not even talking about like your mother or your father. And he's like, what did I do to make you not like me? And it's like, you read out memes. You're like just going in and insulting me to this point. And we've never met, by the way. I, I never like went into like looking into who you were before this. So I get a one in the chat if you think we don't need this guy in the video. <laughs> Instantly better. Yeah, man. Like, fuck this guy. Yo. Fuck this morose looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well that 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 just hurt my feelings. I got I honestly I don't know what I did. <laughs> it's gotta just be like that. <laughs> I, I try to be the nicest person in the world. In the world? How how the turntables have turned. I try really hard, folks. I try. I really do. A lot of the times it's just so much easier to be like the negative, morose, like terribly angry person who just yells at the cloud like that's that's the easy person to be you know i don't know i don't know what i did to just <laughs> deserve this but i actually find it kind of funny i don't know maybe it's my sense of humor but <laughs> i think it's funny america Wait, nukes japan <laughs> was that him laughing at his own joke but not even a joke it was him laughing at himself reading i need an instant replay america Wait, nukes japan <laughs> What? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going Straight on? Straight to jail. It's not even a joke, though. He's just reading a line of the meme that he didn't even make up. Whatever simulation we're living in, I'm having a ball. I wish I thought I was as funny as he thinks that him doing anything is. Daily videos. But this guy, I'm not going to commend for it like I did with Scrubby and that. Because at least their videos, I guess, take more take work. I mean, they're making up story times. Well, look, let me tell you something. Like, I do two videos a day. And this is the part that I, I kind of take a lot of offense with. It does take a lot of work. I know it seems effortless, but it takes a lot of work. Like, I have to look at what people are recommending me. I have to look at what people are searching for. What videos people liked in the past. It takes me about, I would say, three to four hours of research every day so I can figure out what videos I'm going to make. Once I select those videos, I organize them. Just to get ready to shoot takes about, I would say, 30 to 45 minutes. From there, to shoot the videos, it takes me another four to five hours. The reason why it takes me that long is I want to make sure that I capture the best. If it takes you three to four hours to shoot a 10-minute video, that is sad as fuck. I'm so concerned about so many aspects of that explanation. It takes how many hours do I, I feel like I... Three Three to, four three to hours. four to research. Three to four hours to look at what topics are relevant. Way too much. Fine. We'll give you that. 30 to 40 minutes to get ready. Super fair. I take like an hour and a half. So, I mean, I do makeup, but whatever. Three to four hours to film straight to jail. That is unacceptable. What are you talking about? We filmed for three hours for the roast. And that was like, I was sweating. I wanted to like throw up at the end of it. Like it, I was so exhausted. And you're going to tell me you edited three to four hours of shooting to 10 minutes this is what you are dennis you a liar that is a lie if i've ever heard a lie i hope you're lying. lying we have two editors here okay i'm a professional editor okay i edit and lily's a professional editor how many times have you gotten three to four hours of footage first of all ever <laughs> second of all edit it down to 10 minutes impossible there's never a situation you're gonna have a four hour four hours of raw footage and have 10 never. minutes Okay, I'm sick and tired of watching him explain how amazing he is at reading memes. Can we cut to what's going on with Cobbles now? Yes. That was honestly a wild ride, but that is the lore 
of Dennis and Cavos. That's how it began. Cavos reacted to Dennis. Dennis obviously explained his life away. We didn't even make it through the fucking video. It was so long. Then he uploaded another video where he was super sad, explaining how like Cavos, Cavos made him want to quit him YouTube. Quit. Yeah. And then 2022, baby, what's going on? Let us know, Lily. Apparently, Cavos. Uh, so even like a year ago, Cavos had come out with a video that was like why Def Noodles is the worst or something. And a lot of other people, and we've said this before, we don't like to say their names out loud because they'll appear like Bloody Mary. And no, we're not talking about Christy Carlson and Romano. <laughs> the commentary bros were all very vocal about Deaf Noodles about a year ago. And you know what? I'm going to say, I would at least say I know where they were coming from now. Flash forward to now. I don't know what prompted this. According to Deaf Noodles, Kavos has just kind of been relentless the past few months. But however we've gotten here, we've arrived at Kavos challenging Deaf Noodles to a boxing match. And apparently Kavos lives in London. So you'd have to like coordinate locations, I guess. Kavos has challenged him. And instead of just say like, no, I'm not going to fight you. That's stupid. Which like I fully would support. I think the whole boxing yeah. thing is absolutely ridiculous. But that's not how Deaf Noodles chose to respond. Because <laughs> how could he just be normal for two seconds? Okay, so I don't know where it starts exactly. But basically, I should preface all of this with um, Dennis deleted all of these tweets. <laughs> which I also think is hilarious because like, what? Like, I feel like that's very uncharacteristic of Dennis. Basically, Kavos is pretty transparent about it, saying, I can get a bigger fight than you, mate, but me and you would make a good storyline. Stop being a goon and fight me in the ring like a man. Which I will give him. Okay. At least he's honest about it. <laughs> he's being transparent about why he wants to do it. He's not just being like, oh, yeah. I'm a fighter. Again, I would be totally fine with Dennis being like, no, I'm not fighting you. That's stupid. Absolutely not, because I don't think that that's necessary. Instead, Dennis responds, go get your bag then. I'm not stopping you. As I said, if you want to fight me, this is how it's going to happen. I don't need a boxing ring, a commission, a ref, or anyone to regulate a fight when my goal is to literally end your existence. But there's a typo, so it says end you existence. Kavos responds and says that you have no interest in boxing on a big card, but would rather fly to England just so I can beat your ass. Makes no sense, pussy. And then Def responds, I have no interest in boxing you in the ring. You want to fight? This is my final offer. I will book a flight tomorrow, fly out within the week, and meet you at a mutually agreed street to murder you. He literally says to murder you. <laughs> I'm reading that off a tweet that the Willie Mac show has tweeted saying Cavo's trying to get on a boxing card against Dennis so they can both make money and be entertaining. Dennis instead threatens to murder Cavo's. What the fuck, man? First of all, I can do without the battle of testosterone from both of them. Uh, agreed, agreed. Much. Well, I've said in the beginning, I'm so over all of this boxing. Like, if you aren't a boxer, then why are you boxing? This is stupid. Oh, here, wait, this is another one. Cavo's responded to him saying something and he goes, so you can't do that in a ring because you know you would lose? And Dev Noodles says, I have literally offered to fly to your country to fight you within the week at a mutually agreed upon spot. If you want to fight me, that's the only way it's happening. Boxing is boring and not a real fight. Street fights with no gloves is where it's at. Take it or leave it. Okay, first of all, he deleted these tweets and or he was like mass reported. Like either of those could be true, right? Oh no, it, it told me that he had deleted. It said the owner of this has deleted Ooh. the tweet. And I don't know when in real relation to when all these tweets were happening, but he also tweeted and I screenshotted. I don't think he deleted this one though. It's a picture of him flipping off the camera wearing sweat shorts that are just very <laughs> interesting. I won't comment on his attire. 
He's also wearing a bucket hat. Survived Burning Man and heading back to LA to murder some YouTubers. What is this murder joke? What is the death joke? I don't get it. It's not funny, but I also just don't get it. My favorite thing is the juxtaposition, big word, here we go, of this video that we just watched of Dennis and him saying like, I'm a family channel, one you can watch with your kids, to him literally just being on social media like, kill yourself, I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> like, sir, what has happened? So all of this, this whole video was supposed to be about how he's threatening to murder Cabos, but somehow we got stuck in the wormhole. Once again, Dennis has his way with us and we just got stuck and here we are, but we've made it. We're finishing the second truly. That's where it gets a little harsh. That's our cue. <laughs> Feel free to sound off in the comments below with maybe non-internet drama things you would like us to like incorporate into videos. You know what I mean? Like fun things we can do or say. I don't fucking like know. what? Well, they have to tell us because obviously I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Thank you guys for making it through episode 10. We are officially in the double digits and we're not going anywhere, cheers. baby. We'll be back next week. Oh, I drank all of Never my drinks. Mind. And it's bad luck to cheers <laughs> with an empty drink. We love you guys and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.